Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One. Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Buzzworthy Radio, the only show where you can get what's going on on everything entertainment. I'm your host, Novelle J. Lee, coming to you live right now, 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Coast Time on this Thursday, July 23rd, 2009. We are joined by Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette on ABC, Designers Challenge on HGTV, and Hollywood 411 on the TV Guy channel. How are you, sir? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Did I get them all? Because it's like you're, you're everywhere, man. I feel like I'm forgetting something. <clears throat> I also park, park cars at the local uh, hotel. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, wow, I do that in my nice. spare time. <laughs> I definitely have to find you and have you do that uh, and give you a nice little concierge tip. That's great. <laughs> so you were just in New York and you just did, uh, you were a judge on Iron Chef, right? Yeah, I did uh, Iron Chef America, which is uh, one of my uh, favorite shows. Love it. And uh, yeah, when as soon as they asked and I could fit it into the schedule, absolutely did it. And uh, it was it was really cool. Like usually you kind of, you know, you do those things and having been in television, you realize it's probably not going to be that cool um, because of the production and, you know, it's just what they make it on TV. But this actually was as good as you would expect. Nice. I'd love, I would love to do that show simply just because of the food, but that's it. <laughs> it's a little it's a little intimidating because a they have the celebrity guest with two kind of foodies um on the judges panel so you know you're a little intimidated because how often do you really just I me mean, other than saying food is good how often do you really describe it and then having to do it in front of one of the you know the biggest chefs in america uh it's a little mm-hmm. intimidating yeah but you're not put off by that no, I mean, I still let him have it, but uh, it was tough at first. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know, I know everybody, everybody knows you from hosting The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, especially this season, which I have to say has been the most interesting. Is that the best word I can use? I think so. Well, I don't know, because that can be taken either way. <laughs> like interesting in a good way or interesting like what in the world? Wow. <laughs> interesting in what in the world and interesting as in this had kept me in tune with the entire season. Now, let's put it that way. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's good enough. I, 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 mu- I must say that just simply because of what has, what the hell has gone on between, between the foot fetish guy, uh, the, the cowboy singer that was trying to get his name out there, and then... Then, of course, the Men Tell All episode, which I did watch, and I pretty much had to agree with your blog that you had posted, that uh, it, it just felt like 
that they they just gave men a bad name, I think. Yeah, uh, really, they did. It got out of hand in a hurry, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. I mean, and you also put there what we didn't even get to see, um, how they really, really dogged on one. They really dogged on the guy. Uh, I thought dog, them dogging Jake was bad, but they, they really dogged on everybody, and it just seemed like yeah, I'm in high school again. It was a weird dynamic. Yeah. very weird dynamic, and I really didn't expect it from that crew. I, just, I thought it'd be just kind of a, you know, goof around, cut each other up a little bit, but they, they took it very serious and got after it. They, they did. They really did take that seriously, and it's like you really had to mediate almost throughout the entire program. You really yeah. did. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was 20 times worse than what you actually saw on TV, where I was finally just yelling at the guys to shut up so we could continue. Cause they'd all just, it was like watching The View, where you just had like five people talking over each other. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, my co-host is joining us as well. Uh, Matthew Preston is his name. Matthew, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Thank you, Matthew. Was the bus late? No, it wasn't. I was here on time. Okay. I was totally here on time. He was three minutes late, though. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you are. Totally, my clock is totally wrong or something because I called in at 11. I don't know. It was, yeah, it was three minutes after I saw your number well, pop I, up on the board. Yeah, maybe, it was. Maybe you looked three minutes after. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't there because I even counted <laughs> down Chris and told him that the theme song was coming on and told him the whole, you weren't here. <laughs> well, Chris, thank you so much for coming on to the show. My pleasure. And I have to know, what is your favorite type of flower? Is it a rose? Do you, do you love roses after being on the show? Well, I have to say, I mean, roses have been pretty good to me over the last eight years. Um, True. So, you know, you don't want to bite the flower that feeds you, but uh, <laughs> that's definitely up there. But uh, I will say this, when I buy flowers for my wife, it's definitely not roses. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. What can we, uh, what can we expect on the final, uh, the final show of this season? Because... It looks like a lot, a lot of surprises are in store in the final uh, episode of the season for The Bachelorette. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you saw the uh, men tell-all and you stuck it through to the uh, team for next week, you saw that last clip of Reed standing in the doorway or window holding a diamond ring. So, obviously, Reed is still in play, um, and take uh, from that what you will. But uh, there's going to be it's, – it's a phenomenal, phenomenal emotional – uh, finale that I, I would, none of us really expected. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal, um, but it turned out to be probably one of the best finales that we've ever had. It's it's a real roller coaster ride. Yeah. But it, but in the end, I think you know because I, I know people worry about you know they say oh the show's so scripted and this and, and it's like believe me none of this was laid out. This stuff happened and we obviously what happens is. If, if we know an event's going to take place, say, say Jake wants to come back, obviously then we have to produce Jake coming back. We put it in the oh, yeah. I mean, we don't just happen to have cameras there and, and Jake shows up. Jake let us know, like he admitted, he said he called producers and said, hey, I want to come back and talk to Jillian. So then it's up to us to say, okay, we need to do this in Austin because we're already in Austin. Let's do it in this hotel room. So that part is produced. Of course it is, or you're not going to see it on TV, and then we'd be idiots for not getting it on TV. So the same thing mm-hmm. with, you know, the finale. Just know that, you know, the ideas, everything about it was all of the guys' ideas. Then we take it from there, and we make sure it's on TV so you can see it. 
Exactly, because that, that was actually perfect segue into what I was initially was going to ask you, if you can't answer it, how much of that is scripted, how much of that is real of what we I see mean, on our TV screen. Like for Jake, for example, I mean, I, I just happen to be, and I can speak 100% honestly about it, I happen to be um, on the same flight as our crew, and, and we all flew out of, uh, where were we, Calgary together. We were in Banff, and then you had to drive to Calgary to the airport, and we were all flying home that day, or, you know, and, and starting the hometown dates. And I was standing there with one of the producers that Jake had been working with, and he pulled this producer aside, and they talked for like two hours before our flight. And at the time, I had no idea what they were talking about because they asked me to get out of the way so they could just have a private conversation. And then on the plane, the producers let me in on because Jake uh, was flying off to uh, Dallas. He, he took off, and we were going back to L.A. Um, he let me in on what Jake wanted to do and then follow-up conversations. And so that was 100% Jake because uh, I saw it happen. I saw it unfold at the airport. Um, and the same thing with what comes up with Reed in the following week and anything that happened, you know, in prior seasons, it's, it's usually the contestant, the bachelor, bachelorettes that come up with the idea and say they want to do this, and then we have to decide, okay, is it good for the show? Is it good for the Jillian? Is it good, you know, and so and you got to let it play out. Exactly. And Jillian's been through a lot, a lot of ups and downs in there, but I love yeah, your yes. She has, and I, I loved your quote in the blog as well where you said what it boils down to on this show that, that everybody is trying to find one thing, and that is love on this program, even though throughout what happened this season we can't necessarily say that, but it still, it still holds true. Um, do you think even though what has culminated throughout this season on The Bachelorette, people will still... Um, want to do this to find unrequited love or still look for love? Because a lot of people have been suggesting that if one person can come on and promote their music, then this is what other people will do if they want to come yeah. into the show. Like, well, yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, Wes isn't uh, the first person to come on the show for mm -hmm. ulterior motives. And, I mean, everybody has their own reasons for coming on. Um, you know, like even Jillian, a lot of times they'll come on just for the action adventure and it sounds fun, but they all have that idea in the back of their head, like, what if? And they're all oh, yeah. open to that idea. And as long as that's there, then you're fine. Um, but, you know, Wes isn't the only guy that's come on for the wrong reasons, but the great thing about our show is it's not a game show. So it's not like they're fooling the producers. It's not like they're getting one by us, because honestly, we don't care in the grand scheme of things, because it's really up to Jillian or Jason, or whoever the bachelor or bachelorette is, that's their job to figure that out. Just like it's your job in real life to figure out if the girl you just met at the bar last night is using <laughs> you. She knows who you are, and she's using you for your money. Or right, right, right. she knows you have a nice apartment, and that's a big thing in New York, and she's trying to you know, get a place to live. So there's True. always, look, everyone you meet in life has an ulterior motive, and it's your job to be a judge of character and figure out, okay, does Wes like me for who I am? Or is he completely using me? And that's mm -hmm. something Jillian had to figure out just like she would. And, and I think letting that unfold is, was the right thing to do. Um, I mean, look, I talked to her off camera. Everyone talked to her. So it wasn't a surprise that you know, Wes had this music career. Um, but look, she formed a relationship with him early, and it just took her a little longer to get around to seeing it. Yeah. Wow. But I love but, that aspect of the show. I mean, I love that. I love that there's girls that are think they're going to be actresses or you know models or whatever, and 
the guy has <laughs> to figure out, okay, I know she's hot, but is she worth it? The fact that, you know, maybe she's not here for me and you got to dump her. Well, the show's actually become so popular that one channel in particular, VH1, has sort of copied the, the format. You know what I'm talking about with Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, all the loves. What do you think of all the other kind of copy shows out there? Well, I mean, not kind of copied us. I mean, it was one of our former producers, actually, and a lot of people that worked on our show actually went over and did that show. So it was. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, a little-known story about who actually, if you look at the executive producer of those shows, they actually yeah. worked with The Bachelor for years. So, And it was a little contentious for a while, and it was a blatant, silly rip-off. Um, and, you know, early on, it, it bothered me because it actually kind of took away from our audience. For a while, the, the Bachelor was the only show where you could really see this type of concept unfold. Right. And for a while, NBC had one. Um, Married by America or whatever it was called, and then you know even Joe Millionaire, which was a silly spoof on Fox. There were so many ripoffs that by the time The Bachelor got down, the, the whole that kind of genre was just really watered down, and it wasn't you know original. And then it, ma- it made it harder for us to cast the show. It made us try and push the envelope and kind of change our show a little bit, unfortunately. Um, and so that was kind of a pain. But you know what's happening now are such silly spoofs that we really it doesn't affect what we do. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. That that's actually that was a really interesting backstory. And plus, you guys actually get I get a lot of, I get, get a lot of airtime on a one show in particular called The Soup. What yeah, do you think of this? Kale, my, man. Seriously. my buddy Joel, oh, he's, always, he always, he's always good about tearing us apart. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was the Deanna bot. I don't know, I love the Deanna bot. That was hilarious. He's uh, Joel's great. I love and I actually love the soup. I, I'm a big fan of him and and the show. Um, yeah, and I guess it was funny during the uh, Michael Jackson because I you know I also do my entertainment show at you know TV Guide and I guess last week he had uh, you know just all the Michael Jackson coverage and then they had my coverage from Hollywood 411 and he stopped and like what's Chris Harrison from the Bachelorette doing at the Michael Jackson Memorial and then you know went on and into the Bachelorette so he's a uh, and I like it because they kind of keep a fresh, you know, perspective. They don't take it too serious, which is, you know, kind of the way it should be. Yeah. Are we going to see you on the show? Maybe, maybe <laughs> have a guest appearance. Will we see you? I have. I've done, like, two or three guest appearances. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Absolutely. Nice. Very nice. We're, I obviously missed that episode. Crap. Wow. <laughs> we have to go YouTube that now. Exactly. You probably should. You should. You should. Anybody, anybody can do like interviews on the red carpet in in a in a suit, but wear sneakers, and able to pull that off. That's amazing. I have to. <laughs> I had. To, I had to put that out there because it it was a uh, it was seen. <laughs> <laughs> just just saying. But I I do have to ask. How did you how did you get into the entertainment field? Uh, is this something that uh, was what you wanted to do throughout your entire life, or was it something that just sprung upon you and you just got into it and it just took off yeah and it's a, no it's definitely a thing that found me for sure because i mean i had no intention of getting in this business from even from college when i kind of started getting into sports casting i figured that's about all i would do and one thing led to another got out to los angeles and started sports casting and then just kind of fell into the bachelor back in 2001 and you know before that i did do as you mentioned designers challenge um you know i did some acting and stuff like that and then just Really, the Bachelor. I never even auditioned for The Bachelor. Um, they just mm-hmm. kind of found me, and we found each other, and the show went off. And 
even you know when these shows start, whether it's Survivor, Idol. I mean, I remember the Idol auditions. They were a mess. They didn't know what the oh, show yeah. was going to be. And uh, I remember they were, you know, my agent calling saying it was just you know like don't worry about it. There's some singing show on Fox, and they you know they're not really sure what it's going to turn out to be. It's a you know it's a little bit of a crazy deal, and you know and it turns out to be American Idol. And the same thing with Dancing with the Stars. I mean that show was passed around town, you know, ten times. No one wanted to touch it with a ten foot pole. And then finally ABC is like, all right. Let's do it. So, I mean, you never know. I don't care what anybody says in this business, how long you've been, you know, whether you're, you know, Mike Fleiss who creates our show or, you know, Stephen Bochco. You can never predict what's going to be good. It just, it's, you know, it, it's such a fickle audience, but they've latched on to us. They've latched on to certain shows. And uh, eight years later, it's still rolling. Absolutely. Do you have any favorite hosting moments? Not, not just favorite, but... Any embarrassing hosting moments that you ever had? I mean, not really embarrassing, because the good news is a lot of my stuff is all is taped, and so you know the the only bad things is if you know, we get pretty far in the in the season and I forget someone's name, because um, you know I should know it by then. But there's been, there's been but look, there's been so many guys and so many girls over so many seasons. Like so, it, like a lot of times they run together, and yeah. I will have some embarrassing moments out. Like my wife and I'll be at a restaurant. And a girl or a guy will walk up to us and say, "Hey, you remember me? I was, you know, on The Bachelor season 17." And I mean, just, look, it's kind of like an exam. You remember when you studied in school, and as soon as you're done with that exam, you, you got to kind of let it all go. That's how oh, a lot yeah. of it, you know, like some of these people I've become good friends with, but some of them, man, I couldn't pick them out of a lineup if my life depended on it. <laughs> that is hysterical. I, I really thought you were going to say the pull your fingers thing that. Uh, Jillian did on on that we saw the, the way, that, was my, that was that was my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian's great. You know, it's funny. We had it. It makes it so easy to to do a show when you have someone like Jillian or like an Andrew Firestone or Bob Guinea or you know just one of these people who you get along really well with and and you actually enjoy going to see them because it's more like you're hanging out with a friend than working. I mean, some seasons it's it's like pulling teeth. But, uh, you know, this season, it was really tough because you got to remember after Jason, we were all a little um, emotionally spent and had just been put through the ring. Oh, yeah. And then they decided, okay, we got to start production a little early on The Bachelorette. And so none of us were really ready to jump back in the pool yet. And uh, the fact that it was Jillian and her personality made it uh, a little bit easier. Yeah, I was... Uh... I was surprised too that uh, I mean I I was I liked Jason and then um, I was still surprised when he came on your show when he came on the show on Monday and uh, well it was pre-taped but we saw it on Monday uh, yeah. that that um, they're still getting flack he's still getting flack about what happened um, yeah I mean that look you know it's, I mean it's, it's really tough. funny it's that tough. that's gonna that's gonna continue to happen I mean I like Jason I like Molly they're they're good people and I, w- I really do wish him well um, and you got to look at the people involved when they've moved on and when they're all happy. You know, Melissa's moved on, and, she, God, she's had a great career, you know, a career that she never in a million years would have ever had if it wasn't for us and if Jason hadn't, hadn't have done what he did. So, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways, and she's done great things. She's engaged to uh, Ty, and Jillian's moved on, and as she said Monday, she's happier than she's ever been. So when I think fans see that everybody has moved on in, that's been involved and is extremely happy, I think you got to let it go. I think it's been a plenty, plenty of time to uh, let that water go under the bridge. Yeah, 
I do agree with that. And it doesn't mean you have to respect Jason or what he did. That's up to oh, you. No. I mean, but it's. It, I think you have to finally like. Okay, I'm. I'm going to let this go. And for the most part, it's it's slacked off a little bit. But I know Jason. You know, people still give Jason a hard time. Uh, but again, this show magnifies those events. So it's not like, you know, a normal guy being, you know, making a, an awkward decision. This was magnified by, you know, a million times on national television. So obviously, it's going to linger a little bit longer. But I think it's time. Mm-hmm. I agree. I do. Yeah. I do agree with that. Do you so, have any? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Oh, I'm actually going to know. You know, we actually Buzzworthy Radio has a chance to to possibly go on the red carpet for the Daytime Emmy Awards. We want to know from somebody who's actually been there. What kind of tips can you give us for hosting a red carpet special? Well, first of all, for the Daytime Emmy specifically, sunscreen um, and an umbrella true. and a tank top. It is the hottest, most ridiculous red carpet you'll ever be on. Um, for some reason, the daytime Emmys, because it's so early, it's always about 110 degrees on the red carpet. So everyone just, all, all you think about when you get there is how quickly can I get off the red carpet. Um, exactly. So t- as soon as someone stops, if you get someone to stop, just tell them, this is going to be a quick interview. And have a fan waiting so you can be fanning off whoever you're interviewing. Because it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous how hot it is. I thought I could just get like Tyra Banks to like, stand in front of the sun. I don't know. Tyra Banks will melt. <laughs> Whatever, you know, whatever, when they put her face and hair on, it'll just melt. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible. <laughs> I'll remember that, though, when I get out there, is to just have a fan ready and just have a fan blowing on, on exactly, myself and the person who I'm talking to. If you can to, offer air it. conditioning, if you can offer air conditioning, cover, or a fan, then everyone's going to stop just, just so they can uh, catch a cool breeze from you guys. Nice. Okay, I like that. So tempt them with some air conditioning. I'm liking that. Okay. I cannot <laughs> offer that work to save my life, but thanks for that. <laughs> thanks, Matt, for trying to keep that dream alive. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. There is no way. Is it is it hard to stop people on the red carpet when you do those events? Is it like you know? It, it, I, it depends. Uh, you know, it also depends on the, you know the position because you know we've had you get those stages where of course uh, you know, everyone stops by and. You know, I, luckily I've been doing this enough, and, and because of The Bachelor, I've I've met a lot of these people over eight years, um, whether it's people from my, you know, network or people from the office I've run into or, you know, other hit shows that maybe I don't, we're not best friends, but we kind of have that recognition where they'll see you and think, okay, you know, I've, you know, I know that guy. And then I've done a lot of interviews on, on my TV Guide show where, you know, words. Once word gets out that you're going to deliver a, a nice professional interview, then people aren't so scared of you. Um, you know, it's it's when, like, say, like a you know what happened a lot of times with Lisa Rinna at TV Guide, when a celebrity doesn't know what they're going to get from you, um, you know, and when it could turn horribly wrong and be embarrassing, you know, they're not going to stop because you know if they don't know what they're going to get, then it's no good for them. And the reason they're on there oh, is yeah. to promote whatever they're doing. So, you know, once they realize, oh, Chris Harrison's going to give me a nice professional interview, he knows my show, he knows who I am, he's more than likely not going to ask a horribly stupid question on live TV, um, then, you know, that's when they'll stop. And it's also a lot, and people don't realize this, a lot of it's up to the publicist. You know, they, they, pre, they pre-walk the red carpet, our people have talked to their people, and it's kind of pre-planned that, you know, Brad and Angelina will stop by. Um, you know, a, very little of it is impromptu where you just yell, 
you know, hey, you know, Brad and Angie, come on up here. Uh, you know, the publicist <laughs> kind of figured it out and mapped out the red carpet. Oh, so okay, have you ever, gotcha. Have you ever gotten, like, starstruck and were just like, oh, my God, like, I'm really, I really like the celebrity? Um, you know, not, not starstruck, but I do get kind of the, the latter part of that where I'll have a preconceived notion about a celebrity, and once you meet them, you know, you, like, I don't know, there's just some celebs you think, oh, this guy's going to be a jerk, or this woman's going to be so stuck up and conceited. And you meet them, and they are just the salt of the earth and the nicest person that you could ever meet. Um, and, and honestly, I find that more times than not, that it is that way, where they're just, they're good people, they keep to themselves because, you know, that's the life of trying to keep a small circle around them, but that no, most most times they're really good people. And uh, a lot of times, you know, I think people don't realize is how bad actors are. Some of the biggest actors in the world, they're really bad at one-on-one -on -one conversation in live TV. I know we see them on the big screen and we see them on TV all the time, but when you break down that fourth wall and it's live TV and they have to interact, they're really not outgoing, personable people. Um, acting right. is a very different craft, and I think people kind of misunderstand that one thing would lead to another, but it really doesn't. So it's more like it's more like it's more business to them than anything else, and they yeah, don't. Well, just a lot of a lot of them are, are are really nervous. I mean, they are really really nervous and embarrassed. I've noticed that I've on noticed live that. TV, and um, you know, it's if you if you get these people on stage, it scares them to death. That's why a lot of these actors, you'll see them, you know, when they go present um, live at the Emmys or Oscars or whatever, you can tell they're they're just scared to death. It's just. That's very much taking them out of their element. As much as you don't think it is, it really is taking them out of their element. It's pretty scary. We've gotten so much information from you. Thank you. Wow, that was right. See, I'm a, a wealth of information. You are a wealth. You are a wealth <laughs> of information. I was. Uh, I'd also would love for you to uh, do a promo for our show if you wish to you do bet. so. What's the? Okay. Uh, what, what do you guys want? Any. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Hi, this is Chris Harrison, Bachelor, Bachelorette host from ABC, Hollywood 401 host on the TV Guide channel, and you are listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Do you still host Designers Challenge, by the way? No, well, kind of. I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it'll ever go away, um, but it's, uh, we've stopped production on it. Okay. We okay. shot, when we were shooting, we shot like double, triple seasons, and so they, they finally... You know, realize okay, we have like five years in the can, and we need to start running these. And so, yeah, we haven't been in production in a while, but it's still on. Okay, I got you. So, so all right, well, here I'll, I'll give you guys a promo. Hey, this is Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor and Bachelorette on ABC, and host of Hollywood 411 on TV Guide. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio. Awesome. Cut print. We got it. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for the, uh, hey, so the uh, Twitter the uh, Twitter announcements. <laughs> I, I I do my best with the with the Twitter man. I, I do my best with the Twitter. I'm addicted to it. Thanks As so always, much again. Th thanks for the time, guys. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All right, so Navelle, this is actually that was our first show of the day, and that was pretty cool. I, I feel as if we know what to do now. Seriously, would you go to the red carpet? We know what to do. We You're do. actually. Are but, you really? Are you going? Are you going? I'm, going. Well, we we might be. I don't. I don't. I haven't. I don't know. I don't know. It's. it's I don't know why you're saying you know. we because I'm definite. So. <laughs> well, no, 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 I'm you definite. Know, well, there's two things I can do, and it's kind of. I need to see. You know, what I'm saying? I need to see how it pans out. I guess. 
I don't know how much I can get. I don't know how much I can get you there now because I didn't put your name on the list. So I oh my god! Right well, oh my god. you didn't tell me. You, you told me you were not going to fly out, so I didn't put your name on the list. So hey, hey, I, hey! I might just take a train out. You know, well, there's there's it, other ways. But you can still do the red carpet. You just can't be inside the show if we get if, if I get accepted into it because they do have the hour on the red carpet, so you can do your thing on the red carpet where fans can be on the red carpet and see the stars on the red carpet. So you can do your thing while I do my thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, no, no, no. that's what I'm saying. It might be a different show. You know what I'm saying? I would see. I personally like to host it with you because it would be fun to have too. But I might have my other co-host come on with me. <laughs> If you know but, what I mean. Uh, I'm not going to mention, we're not going to mention that site, but you know what I mean. Because I'm not going to yeah. But, yes, but, but, but. Well, you that's fine. Show. I mean, I have, I have no, I have no ill will about that. I just, uh, you know what I mean? So it's, it's kind of a, you know, you got to do what you got to do, especially in this business. It's not as if, you know, it's not as if you're going to cast one aside to make the other one look good anymore. I and mean, that's how I feel about it. So if you're going to, you're gonna do it for the for the insider, as someone insider, not yes. great and everything. So yeah, do it for that. You know, right. I'm gonna do it for this show. It's not it's not any different. It's not any worse. So it, it's you not know. any better. So it's just that's how you're gonna work it, and that's how you're gonna run with it. And you know, we both do it differently, and people will respond to it differently. So I'm gonna I'm Hopefully. pretty much gonna see what you do if you do it for S1 Insider. I'm gonna see what you do. You're gonna see what I do. So. We're now, running are you that doing, way. Are, are you doing video? What are you thinking about? This? I love how we're doing a little. You know, I'm doing. I'm doing video. I I'm doing video. I'm I have a camera guy that's going to do the flip camera for me. Um, nice. So yeah. um yes, we are doing video for it, and um so yeah, we're going to do that. Doing a live video show. I am not doing a live show. I did not put in a request for a live show. I didn't want that to be done. Um, okay. That's a lot of hassle. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of stuff I it don't is. want to do. It so is. I. You know. I, I decided against that, but uh, yeah. So I will have the the tape stuff when I get back into town. But yes, uh, again, this was our first show of the day. We're going to be back on again at three o'clock Eastern, uh, twelve p.m. Pacific Coast time with Alex Cole from As the World Turns. He plays the role of Hunter. So we're going to be joined by him in about three and a half hours. So make sure yeah. you guys come on back and take a listen for that. We'll see you guys later on. We'll be back. See you then. All right. Get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. You are now listening to Buzz Radio. Yo, 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 this is Blake Lewis. You're listening to Buzz right, 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 Radio. Buzz, Buzz, what, what, worthy, what, worthy, Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.